Welcome everyone to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Connor. We are going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 4, Episode 20. It's called Cupid. Although spelled just Q-P-I-D. Uh, because obviously Q episode, because we have to do funky Q spellings every time we do a Q episode. Uh, so Phil Sparlers for the episode, of course, as per usual. And this episode features... Well, the, when we read the description last week, it was very, it was very, it, it, it concealed quite a bit. Uh, you know, I said that it was going to do Robin Hood, and we we're going to have, you know, Picard as Robin Hood, and like, someone from his past, uh, and all that. And that's the second half of the episode, right? But there's a lot of build-up before we get to the Robin Hood part. And, you know, Q plays into that, of course. Q's why, of course, it would end up in Robin Hood, because he uses his powers. The, Obviously. The, the mixipitalic, uh, tangential character that he is. Um, and we we definitely joked about who this this you know woman from Picard's we, past could be. We did because if you go back, I I was like, oh, I wonder if it's uh, Troy's mother. Yes. And and we were like, well, who else could it be? And this did get thrown out there. I I think by you actually as a, as a possibility. Although I don't think you were being entirely serious when you threw it out there. I'll be honest. I think uh, me suggesting that, especially, I, mean, I don't remember, I mean, I, I don't remember what we say a week later, but me throwing that out there with a jokey tone of, of course, it's not going to be that, don't be ridiculous. It just makes this funnier because within minutes of this episode, before the opening titles, we are treated to the return of Vash. Uh, Which, you, I, I did laugh, honestly, when it, when it happened because of the conversation we'd had at the end of the last one. You might remember the Picard holiday episode uh, from last season where they go on a bit of an Indiana Jones-style adventure and he kind of falls for her. They even have a love scene and we have this this romantic plot with Picard and Vash. And she even just like shows up randomly in his quarters. Now, I mean, they explain it that she's like, because they've, they've just beamed aboard a bunch of uh, like scholars and archaeologists because Picard's doing an archaeology talk because it's a bit of a passion of his. And that's kind of the, the just the, the context of what's going on in the episode. Uh, and she jokes as she came in the window. And I was kind of like, it kind of feels like you did. It feels like you that's, <laughs> You feel like Catwoman right now. It feels like you sort oh, of snuck I, into Batman's Knowing lair. that it was a, a Q episode, I was like, is Q behind this somehow? Yeah, I, I was half expecting after he kissed her for, for it to try to Q and be like, ah, da-da, it was me, Picard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and only for Picard to get really upset about it, because of course he would. Um, yeah. So, Vash is back, and after the last episode with Vash, I mean, she wasn't necessarily the problem. It was more just the writing and everything just else in that everything episode. everything else, yeah. Um, but it's just really funny, because obviously we do not remember that episode fondly. In fact, it was, I think we declared it the worst episode of, of season three. Um, I believe we did. Quite rightly. Um, I am happy to say that while this is not a standout episode, uh, I, it is definitely better than Vash's last episode by quite a margin. By a, yeah, by a significant <laughs> amount. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a great one. I think what works about it is that this time we get Vash interacting with the other crew and I think almost every other character's time meeting her in all the different contexts, because that's, that's just basically the first half of the episode, is that after she's been with Picard and uh, they're having tea in the morning, like as soon as, like, you know, Beverly walks in and it's this awkward because, you know, Beverly and Picard have had a bit of attention. There's you know, a bit of, yeah. you know, potential romance there and, and we've had that in the past. And she's like, oh, 
you've got company picard and obviously vash gets more and more annoyed as the episode goes on that picard is told no one that she exists no one knows about her <laughs> it's funny it's just and everyone being like oh picard had a thing on his vacation did he yes um and yeah so, so we have beverly have this kind of moment whether and then but i mean it, you know it's a little bit oh i'm kind of like the third wheel here but you know she, she's quite friendly she's, to her and, she's having fun at picard's expense yes yes because you can tell picard's uncomfortable and then you know raker tries to hit on her uh which i think is funny given that you know obviously picard and raker are in different age groups so you suspe- you'd expect that typically speaking if they're both going to hit on women in a social situation they'd be hitting on women of different age groups i love that raker's like no no, no. <laughs> he likes the whole range he likes the whole range of ladies he's not picky is he <laughs> and he tries to chat her up uh it doesn't work out she's just, she's just immediately like, oh you must be raker <laughs> and he's like uh-oh what what do you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, this is fun to be had. Worf has a couple of good lines, I think, in this episode. That I thought were quite amusing. Yeah, he has one early on. Uh, first of all, he's really annoyed that she's on the bridge when she when I think it's uh, Tyler think Troyer it, Crusher who brings her onto the. Or maybe it's Riker. Maybe I think Riker. It's Riker. Actually. Yeah, because yeah. so he's giving her the tour, and uh, I'm kind of on Worf's side. Is I didn't know the say counselors. I think is what they refer to them as. Mm-hmm. You know, had bridge clearance. And I'm kind of with him here. Like this feels weird, just bringing a you know a rando onto the bridge. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I guess also. I mean, obviously Picard's not approved of it, but typically a friend of the captain's does tend to get a bit of leeway when it comes to it hey, you, and and, she, and that's how the they did it. Riker's like, oh, oh, she, she's a friend of Picard's, and and he's like, well, by all means, then. Yeah, there's a couple of lines from Morph to crack me up. There's one at the sort of function after this. Where she walks away at one point, and the, the, there's a few of them standing in a group. He turns and goes, "Nice legs." And there's like a pause. He's like, "For a human." <laughs> yeah, that was amusing. Later on, when they all end up in Robin Hood, uh, sort of you know pantomime or what you want to call it, um, he just yells out at one point, "I am not a merry man," <laughs> and that really cracked me. <laughs> that made me laugh as well. Uh, <laughs> right, take yourself very seriously, uh, but. So, so Worf has some good moments. Uh, some of the others get to interact with her a little bit. Obviously, Trotty's around, and uh, Jordy, he's, he's got his fiddle, or not fiddle. It's a little lute. What's the little thing he's playing? I think it's a lute, yeah. Yeah, a little lute. Um, but, yeah, so the, 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 the premise of the episode, though, really, is that Picard, obviously, is very weird with her around. He's happy to see her, but he's very weird with her. And then Q shows up, separate to these events, and wants to be basically feels guilty. He, he hates that he feels like he owes Picard because Picard helped him when he was like kicked out of the continuum last season. He's like, look, he's eating me up that I owe you. So let me do something nice for you so that the debt's paid and I can move on with my life. Which is a funny concept. The Q, like, this is like keeping him awake at night. I owe, I owe Picard something. I'm in debt. So I can't have Picard think I owe him a favor. And he's like, oh, what do you want? What do you want? And Picard tells him to get lost. But. Uh, he has a fight with Vash because Vash is upset that he's told no one about her, uh, and he tries to explain that. A very uh, private person. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the I... captains should be impersonal with their staff. Yeah, I shouldn't be talking about my personal life to the staff, but you know, the, the, to the crew, and even even some of the others try to tell. I think Crusher even says at one point, or no, it's Troy because she's she's trying to like, wait, you're the, the counselor. Picard's supposed to like tell you things and confide in you for you know for therapy reasons. Oh, oh. 
and he didn't mention me at all. And, and she's like, he's a very reserved person. Yes. Um, and she gets kind of upset about this. And Picard spends the night alone. And Q shows up middle of the night. He's like, oh, spending the night alone, Picard. Uh, and again, again I-, I love how it's the two Vash episodes. We get to see like Picard's like, his like, I don't know, pajamas or whatever you want to call them. That's the gown that he wears. What is yeah. it? Uh, it's like a big, big, huge V. So you just got a lot of chest hair. It's like, oh, yeah. We got some Patrick Stewart eye candy for the... That's what everyone wants, isn't it? For the ladies and uh, otherwise uh, interested out there. But basically, he, Q's whole thing is that once Picard starts making this speech about this this planet uh, with, with, you know, all, obviously archaeology stuff on it, right? Ancient dig sites and whatnot. Uh, Q decides to all put them into a, a Robin Hood style play. The, the point of which is to make Picard realise that he, he does care about her and he does care about romance and that he's a bit lonely and he should stop denying himself things. So the intentions from Q are actually kind of nice in a weird way, despite the fact that obviously Picard's annoyed that he's been shoved into this. And It's, it's very much that traditional Q misguided intentions mm-hmm. like you know he, he thinks he's doing the right thing and there is a you can kind of trace back the idea to okay this is a good thing but also they are in real danger yes yeah, so he actually they, they can't they could perceivably be killed in this situation because uh, that's their first plan is just well okay well we'll just wait it out and you'll take us all back in, in a day or so and it's like you could do that but someone might die if you do yeah, but because oh, obviously Vash is, you know, the, I, I'm not like, I, I know the broad strokes of Robin Hood stuff. Um, I, I'm not as familiar with the, because obviously the, the the sheriff and all that, I know. Um, this like king-like character, whatever he is, that yeah. has a kidnapped. Uh, he's not the king. He's not a king, but whatever he is, he's lord or something. Yeah. Um, I'm not as familiar with that. Or, or like, I, I know the idea of the Merry Men. I couldn't have named... Uh, Friar Tuck's the only one I could have named you. The, yeah, the, off the top of my head, Friar Tuck is the, is the obvious one. Yeah, I, I couldn't name you the rest of the Merry Men, but obviously I'm familiar with the idea of them. Um, in fact, at one point they wanted to do a shared universe of movies where every Merry Man got his own movie, if you remember it's, that. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> the, the Merry Men is something where if you give me a list of them, I'll recognise every single one of them. Yes. Like if you, if you read them off to me, I'll be like, yep, yep, that all sounds right. You ask me to name them, I give you Friar Tuck. I go, there's the one that's got something to do with red in the name. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and uh, Little John. Oh, that sounds familiar. Little John, yeah. Uh, and, and that's about it. Yeah. So, but they all realize what they are. I, I will say, at least from a directorial point of view, there's a couple of nice moments because Picard says he's going to go off on his own to save Vash. And. We get a little bit of her context. She's kind of confused because she she doesn't know who Q is she's, yet. She's made Marion in this world as well. Yeah. So she's just kind of like locked in a cell. She's confused and she agrees to marry the Lord or whatever. And I, I did kind of like the reveal where Picard's like got like a robe on and he kind of reveals that he's already there and he's been listening. And it's, it's kind of like a little, I don't want to quite say badass moment, but, uh, you know, like in, in a mild kind of way. It's like, oh, hmm. that was kind of nice. And I thought I actually did an even better job later where he's told everyone to stay behind, but when he tries to save her, he gets caught. Uh, and Vash is very critical of the, well, you didn't bring everyone else. You just came here. You, you, this is this is doomed. This is doomed for failure. But they're about to execute both of them. And it was a similar moment where like one by one, the rest of the crew, just like Picard earlier, all start putting their heads up 
uh, and they're all wearing like hoods and stuff, and it's like, okay, all right. And we have our swashbuckly scene with everyone fighting, um, and that stuff's I, I, honestly, I think having this only be half of the episode was a really smart choice. I think if they tried to do a full episode in the Robin Hood plot, you know, barring uh, you know a couple of scenes of setup, I think I would have hated this episode. Uh, I think I get that condensing it down to just the 15 to 20 minutes of it that we got made the pacing work where i wasn't annoyed that we were wasting time doing this it, it felt like they weren't trying to like think of more things to do in the set and it was like, no no basic just boom 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 there's the plot even as it was it was it like lost its appeal quite I think, like the first mm. five minutes of the robin hood stuff are the strongest point of it that's fair but i i do think it's you know it's it's not so bad because there's like i say it's like halfway through the episode because i checked because I'd forgotten it was doing Robin Hood stuff after we spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm like halfway through the episode when all of a sudden it's, it, you know, they're transported. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I checked and it was like 25 minutes in. Oh, I just remember the, the wharf moment that, that popped me. Is, oh, uh, is when he just walks up and takes the loot out of Jordy's hands and smashes it on the tree and says sorry afterwards. And it's not a genuine <laughs> way, but... <laughs> yeah. Mission but accomplished. Also, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, and I think it was this first five minutes or so that I liked, you know, the, the crew all kind of having this, what the hell's going on, interacting, I don't know, Troy shooting data with the arrow. Yeah, yeah, your aim's getting better, kind of thing. Um, yeah, not, like, notably, th- da- those little bits were fun. <laughs> yeah, it felt a bit weird to me, the interesting idea in this episode that data's got a thing in his arm that could be used as like a flash grenade or something like that. <laughs> it's like yeah. It feels like a little doohickey, and it's like, oh, okay, I've used that before. Totally not that yeah. I remember. Yeah, well, I think I appreciate the concept of what it's doing with Picard and Vash a lot more than it maybe actually works, because I think, and their chemistry's okay, like, like their chemistry's fine, and yeah. the back and forth, you know, that kind of, like, he's trying to save her, but she's headstrong, and is, like, criticizing him, calling him an idiot, you know, that very kind of, like, Indian, uh, it's Marion, right, from, from Raiders as well, it's the same name. Well, not, it is, yes. not the same as Vash, but same as, you know, the Robin Hood. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I got what you Um, You know, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing where she's, like, critiquing him and, like, wisecracking and, like, giving him a hard time. On paper, that that that, that sounds like a fun time and it sounds great. I don't know if the, the chemistry's quite there enough to make the rest of the, the, the Robin Hood plot pop. I think... And hear me out here. Okay. If her first episode had been a good episode... Sure we wouldn't even be having this conversation now. That's possible. If we if we give a shit at all about their relationship, I that think, might... Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. And, and I'm like, I'm a little confused. Has there been, like, an ongoing correspondence between them in the year going on? Or, has, or has, have they heard nothing from each other? Like, I wasn't actually sure, because I could have seen it being either way. It didn't feel like that to me. No? Okay. I just felt like the first time they've seen, they've seen or heard from each other. See, de- definitely seen each other in, in person for sure, but I, I wasn't sure if maybe they'd continued, you know, they, they'd kept in contact uh, at least. Mm. Um, but I don't know, I could be completely wrong. It was just kind of a vibe I got, but there was no outright mention of anything. Yeah, uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, they they, they, they win. I, I, kinda, I did kind of like how Q, because he's, the, he's, you know, he's the, uh, the sheriff, but he, he's just kind of lounging around and, like, commenting on things and waiting for the action to kick off. Yeah, uh, as Q does, but when they get back to the ship and you know, he, you know, snaps them back, Vash isn't there. Vash is not on the ship, so it's a little bit concerning. But when he goes to his, his ready room, you know, Q pops in with Vash, 
and Vash wants to explore. She wants to go places that no one else has ever been, and Q can offer that. In fact, one yeah. of the things that Q offered Picard early on in the episode was like, hey, that this planet, because one of the things that this planet that's got the dig sites they're talking about is that, you know, some decades ago, it became, the, 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 the planet decided they didn't want to let anyone, like, outsiders come down to the planet, so no one can go and dig anymore. Uh, and Q's like, hey, I can take you down. I can just, you know, snap on my fingers. And he's like, no, I'm not breaking laws with of another, you know, civilization just because I fancy seeing a dig site. Like, no, 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 we're not doing that. He's like, well, time travel then. I'll take you back to, you know, when it was legal. And Picard says, no, no, no. My, my speech will stand on its own based on the, the real information I have. Not I'm not cheating kind of thing. But Vash at the end is like, yeah, he's going to take me around the galaxy and show me all these things that I would never, never, never uh, otherwise it's, see. It's pretty in keeping with her character. And I, I get that why Q has also, like, you know, sees the appeal in her in that, you know, because she doesn't, like, play by the rules of being the, the damsel in distress, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the episode. She's like, got her own plan. She's like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll marry him and get myself out of this. You know, I, I won't be in captivity. So I get what Q sees the appeal and- of as well. Q's reaction to that as well, because he didn't expect that. Well, you know, when, when the Lord comes down, but you know, before Picard tries to save her, and then it, she's found out as a traitor. But there's a brief yeah. moment in the episode where she's actually going along and saying she'll marry the Lord. And Q, when he sees this and he hears about this, because he's like, "Oh, this is weird. Why is she out of her cell?" He's like, "Oh, because she's agreed to be my wife." He's like, "Huh, I didn't see that coming." You know, it's that kind of reaction from him. So, yeah, uh, you have you have that. Uh, Picard says, "Okay, you know what? You want to pay your debt to me." It'll be paid in full if you promise our safety. And they have they have a kiss at the end of the episode. It's not a great episode. There's some nice things that it's doing. There's some fun character moments. But it's way better than the last episode with Vash at it, so... Yeah, I think it could have been a lot worse as well. Like I say, you know, if this was a lot more Robin Hood stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a lot more open to that than you are, but that would have been rough. Uh, as it yeah. was, like, e- even as it was, it felt like it was stretching it. But, I mean, it was only really, like... 10 minutes or so of the episode where I was like, eh, okay, I'm, I'm ready for this to be kind of over now. Uh, so yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, I felt very grateful that it was only the back half. Uh, if, if this tried, if this was like one of those holodeck episodes where they'd gotten there in the first five minutes, this would have been rough. This, this would have likely been a contender for worst of the season. Especially since I think the first half where it's the rest of the crew getting to meet her. And not so much because of Vash herself necessarily, but the idea that this is the first time they get to meet a captain's girlfriend, as you know, essentially. It's it's like, oh, we've got something on him now. This is and, and, and they're enjoying embarrassing him. Oh yeah. the looking crusher's face in that first scene, that breakfast scene. Because she always comes round for, for tea or what something in the morning or coffee, whatever it was. And just that look in her eye, she's like, Oh, who are you? Uh, like, oh, this is gonna be fun, yeah. Like, or like you know when she sat on the in the captain's chair, and then he obviously walks in, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun." Yeah, it's not even just she's like, "Oh, that's the captain's chair," and Rachel's like, "Yeah, that's the one." And she goes and sits there, which is fine. No one really questions it. But then she sort of like puts her feet up as if she's getting comfortable. Yeah, you know, and and she's not, and it's also, and not that she's dressed like promiscuously and that, but she's not dressed in uniform. She's dressed kind of in like you know like a. Like a top, a skirt, and tights, or whatever. She's you know, it's a normal outfit, but the fact that she's in something that's a bit more civilian, and she's like, you know, kicking her shoes off and like getting comfortable on the chair with her legs up, it just kind of feels like, oh, this feels really alien because she doesn't look like a Starfleet officer. She looks like the captain's girlfriend is sitting in his chair and making herself comfortable. <laughs> and they're all just like, oh, this is gonna be so much fun to tease him about <laughs> next time he's drunk. Oh, and he walks out, and there's just this, this moment of silence. It's like everyone's like. Huh, Vash is on the bridge. That's uh, 
Oh, I'll, I'll see you tonight. And there's a moment as well where it's like, oh, I'll see you at the reception tonight then. And she's like, yes, I'll see you there. And it's like, I think she wants him to lean in for a kiss goodbye. And yeah. Picard's just not going to do it in front of everyone. It's just not going to happen. Uh, no, but, but these moments, they're, they're probably the highlight of the episode. Yeah, they're the best part of the episode, for sure. Uh, there's no question. Uh, but there you go. That is, uh, that is Cupid. It's, uh, it's okay. As, as notably, though, uh, you know, aside from the, the pilot, which was obviously not a great episode and that had Q in it, this is probably the weakest Q episode uh, since they became a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, not a terrible episode by any means. No, so, no. You know, not one that I'm annoyed at having watched, like, some episodes. Yeah. Uh, so next episode's called The Drumhead. Here's the description on IMDb. A retired admiral boards the Enterprise in an effort to determine the actions aboard the ship surrounding an act of sabotage and possible treason. Ah, uh, so it's one of these episodes. Sounds... sounds... like it's got potential. Uh, this is also a Jonathan Frakes directed episode coming up next, so that's... Uh, okay, that's, yeah. that's good. Um, who's still doing it to this day? Every, every other episode of Discovery, I feel like I'm seeing his name in the credits. Uh, so, mm. he's adapted... Um, I, I'm gonna have to pay attention because he's he's really bad with the Dutch angles and the modern stuff. I'm I'm gonna have to pay attention next episode because I I don't think of next gen having a lot of Dutch angles, so it will stick out if he does it. Yeah, I suspect it's more just that's the style that they yes. established for Discovery, and he's just going along with it. I don't think he's the uh, yeah. I don't think it's him well, that's it, particularly guilty of that. Well, ha, ha, yeah, but his are more Dutch angles, so I think he he leans into it a bit more than some of the other directors i wonder if it's if it's less that he leans into the the angles uh but more whatever the style is he leans into it a bit harder than everyone else like he, he really goes for it very possible but uh yeah so that is next time is the, the drum head but you can let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below uh, you can like and subscribe and comment and all that stuff all that is really good for youtube it helps us out a lot and it gives us a, a chance to reach more people. You also support us on patreon.com slash TV for as little as $1 per month. And also worth mentioning, until the end of the month, you can go and submit your top 20 up to top 50 TV shows of all time, and they'll get points, and there'll be a results show based on everyone's list that are sent in. Uh, is essentially a voted for top 50 TV shows of all time that we're doing. It's a celebration of hitting 10k subscribers on YouTube. Uh, you can find the link on the Twitter or the Facebook uh, or the YouTube like uh, posts. Uh, tab you know the the, 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 just the the text post if you click in that tab um the top one will have a link to submit that so go and check out all those things um and submit your best list and if you really want star trek next generation to place uh highly then maybe go and submit and put it on there somewhere uh but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching star trek and somewhere out there probably not in sherwood forest wesley crusher is in complete control